Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here to talk about Marvel and quite possibly Nick's favorite Marvel hero of all time. Uh, We'll get to that. (laughs) But for those of you joining us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand created by Jake and I, where we share TV content, TV and movie content made by diehard fans with diehard fans. Popcorn Heist, the podcast, is a show where we can nerd out about different franchises we love the most, like Star Wars, Marvel, Game of Thrones, Avatar The Last Airbender, Disney, you name it. In this case, it's Marvel. Uh, we release new episodes on Thursdays, and if, if you like an episode you hear, definitely give us a, a follow, rate, whatever the platform allows. It helps us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't also mention the podcast on, on our network, A Sims Guide to the MCU, where the relationships, romances, and bromances of the Marvel Cinematic Universe are discussed with Alyssa and Kelly. And if you want more pop culture content, visit us at popcornheist.com or follow us on Instagram at popcornheist or any social media platform, TikTok, Facebook. Whichever ones you want. Twitter. Even if we're not on it. Give us a search. Get the algorithm prepared. For start when we start an it. account for us. Yes. <laughs> an account. Yeah, we've been around for quite a while. This is episode 49, and we're almost at 50. I know. I know. We got a, we got a good one for you when 50 comes around. But yep. to stick to this episode for now, we're talking about Moon Knight, uh, Disney Plus series. Uh, ended a little bit ago, but a lot, of, a lot has been coming out. It's going to be a busy summer for Popcorn Heist. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> A lot of Marvel, a lot of Star Wars, um, some Pixar. We got Light Years coming out next week. Mm-hmm. I don't even realize that. When, I don't even know. Is it straight to Disney Plus or is it movie theater? That's a movie one. Mwah, love it. Yeah. Never release anything on streaming platforms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, by the time this episode comes out, it might be that week. It might be next week. Who knows? But alas, let's talk about Moon Knight. Let's talk about <laughs> Moon Knight. This one's an interesting one um, because, I mean, for many reasons, it's interesting because I feel like they're Marvel's in that territory where some would say they're reaching into their C-list and D-list characters. Um, but Moon Knight's like got a pretty diehard fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, he's super dark compared to other heroes, like very much in the lieu of like Daredevil and the Punisher. So people were like, oh, they're going to go dark enough. They're going to be able to do justice. And I guess... Popcorn Heist will answer that question, or at least try to answer that question. <laughs> Nick and it's I. Also, it's also the first, um, I believe it's the first Disney Plus straight up origin story. That's true. Right? I mean, Disney Plus show, I mean. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, interesting. Very interesting. Let's talk and about how it went. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll try to not be at each other's throats the whole episode. <laughs> Nick and I have very different views on this series. I don't know. I think, I don't think we have as much different views as you like to think. Um, I'll, we'll I'm say gonna, I'm going to play devil's advocate a lot in this episode. But <laughs> to start off before we get into our discussions, uh, we always like to start each episode with a quote. Nick and I, uh, when we first became friends, we bonded over movie quotes, TV quotes, quotes from random videos on from the deepest depths of YouTube uh, to random quotes that we find throughout life. And sometimes we take it from the source material. Sometimes we find a random quote that somehow connects to what we're talking about. In this case, it's a quote from Moon Knight, from the villain, uh, one of the villains, I guess, um, Arthur Harrow. And the quote is, sometimes the cure is a little taste of the disease. The difference between medicine and poison sometimes is only dosage. Very, <laughs> if, you, if you don't, if you wanted to distill harrow down to one quote that's pretty much he just like speaks in a lot of like riddles and like he whispers in a lot he, of riddles he a lot. <laughs> mark specter <laughs> i know everything about you mark specter <laughs> but also Not... i wait go ahead jake sorry oh, i was gonna say i i'm i'm having trouble 
formulating my views on him as a villain, but I guess we can get into that later as a whole separate point. Um, mm -hmm. I think that I've, I've started to think that like, and maybe this is up for, for discussion and debate. I feel, I kind of feel like you have to judge the Disney plus villains differently than you just judge the movie villains, which maybe shouldn't be the case, but I think that's just the way they're structuring these series where you I can't, don't know if that's true. We'll get it. You, you touch on what you want to say and then we'll talk about arrow. Well, Har what I was going to say is related to the quote. Um, usually in like real life, like poison will be medicine when it's a low dosage, but a lot of what we talked about and a lot of our qualms with this show and the other Disney plus Marvel shows is that they give us too little of a dosage which makes us dislike the show more. So they give us like six episodes they've been giving us. Um, same thing with the, the Star Wars shows too. And, and a lot of shows these days. These days, uh, Dosage is pretty low. Kind of annoying. And I think it kind of showed itself mostly in this series. Because oh, yeah. like you said, it isn't the first origin story that they've done on Disney+. Plus. Like mm. Hawkeye, we knew Hawkeye, we knew Loki, we knew mm -hmm. Wanda and Vision. Um, obviously, there's pacing qualms in those series too but it really kind of showed in a lot of aspects here because yeah. it's not only like an intro origin story for a character but like a whole different side of the mcu like it's safe to say that this is like the opening the door to like the gods and like mm -hmm. not even just the egyptian gods but like yeah there's been thor movies and stuff but thor's been treated as like basically an alien race like this mm -hmm. is really about like the gods that people worship on earth being real and stuff and like the concept of avatars so you only have six episodes to develop that and introduce moon knight who has like a completely diehard fan base like six episodes i don't know i think we both agree that it definitely wasn't enough mm -hmm. concur and did you know anything about moon knight before this series very very little um i did not really follow him in the comics i like did a little bit of research before i started but i was pretty much a blank slate going in um, I know a lot of people liked him. I knew he was, I saw some like funny, uh, funny comic strips on Twitter and stuff, but, um, not much other than that. Yeah. A lot of those are actually fake people like edit them, but he does, he is infamous for having like these comic, these like strips where mm. he'll just like say something ridiculous, like, uh, either make like a really meta reference or like. I think the the most popular one is he's just like throwing his knives at people and he's like random bullshit go and it's just mm -hmm. like throwing it at people um but yeah very diehard fan base he's like called Marvel's Batman but he's not really he's very different um dissociative identity disorder he literally uh, also like has mythical powers yeah it's like <laughs> that's so dumb he like I guess he looks like Batman his suit kind of but it's so different like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah at least from what I know in this show, yeah. not Marvel's Batman. No. And Iron Man's Marvel's Batman. That's yeah. Different, that, very different vibe, but that makes more sense. More characters. Yeah. Um, even like Daredevil has more Batman vibes than, mm -hmm. than vigilante. Oh, I guess in the comics. So this is something that they changed is that the, they, there's a bunch of different avenues. From what I know about Moon Knight, there's a bunch of different avenues they're going to take at this. They really went in the mystical side of things, the gods, Egypt, and very heavily on disassociative identity disorder, whereas mm. he also has the element where he's like a street-level hero like Daredevil and Punisher and stuff, where they could have went that route and kept him in like New York City also. But it's mainly in London and Egypt. And one of the things they changed was the reason for his, uh, his identities. In the comics, he like creates... He sort of likes it's I, from what I know, I think it's self-induced identities to help him be a better superhero. Mm. Like Stephen Grant is this billionaire playboy persona that he creates to fund all of his Moon Knight activities. Mr. Knight is like a completely separate personality that he uses as like a detective to work with the cops as Moon Knight. And Jake Lockley is like the the cab driver who like gets information from people on the streets and mm. stuff. Well, I think they did the personality disorder well. Yeah. Um, the Greek God stuff. No, the Egypt, Egyptian gods. I mean, uh, Egyptian gods. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Misspoke. Um, yeah, I think overall my thoughts for the series, if I had to like give you like a, an elevator pitch is like the human stuff done super well, the superhero stuff fell to the wayside, the superhero and like God stuff fell to the wayside. 
Yeah, yeah. I think the best part of it was the relationship between uh, Stephen and Mark was probably the one standout thing I see in this show. But I think, I kind of think this show is a stinking pile of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I like hated, I really did not like this show. I think the only standout part for me was the Stephen and Mark stuff. Um, and some of it like was kind of undone with the Jake Lockley stuff because like how does a how it doesn't seem like throughout the whole show there's a third person like within what do you mean the heart stuff makes no sense all right well, and why the heart- were they not seeing Lockley in the like hospital at all they did the sarcophagus is like shaking like he let Steven out of his sarcophagus and then they walk past another room and it's like violently shaking and they just mm. kind of walk past it Mm. They there was so many hints to Jake Lockley throughout the. There series. was hints, but it just like didn't seem to work with the dynamic. I kind I kind of liked it a lot. Uh, that was an an aspect I really. I think well, they did. I love the Stephen and Mark stuff, but in the Jake Lockley stuff, I feel like could have been nailed down better. The whole heart thing took took me away from it. The fact that like it filled up without them revealing Jake yeah. Lockley. Then yeah. I thought that they were going to reveal him then, but I still kind of like that he overcame Kanchu in the end but Kanchu like still has a grip on him because he's like through like a little loophole just to show like how much of an asshole he is yeah yeah I I, I yeah I agree that Stephen and Mark are probably the best duo one of the best duos that's been introduced thus far Oscar Isaac's acting was incredible Oscar Isaac was great he was fantastic and I like I know you don't like Kanchu that much but I feel like I like Kanchu I feel like he was, done, he was done pretty well. I think that it could have been a little bit more brutal, which maybe could have came with a little bit more, a few more episodes. They would have gotten into a little bit more how Conchu like really took advantage of him and tortured him, gotten a little bit of that history between them. Um, I kind of wish we got, like, I know they were going for an arbitrary origin story where you're along for the ride with Steven and you're kind of on this trippy adventure where you're figuring out things along with him. But I kind of missed I, I really wanted that typical like this is how he got his powers. And I feel like they only did it in like a, a, a two minute scene. I, I was I fine that with story. that being revealed later on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I feel like he got his he was conscious avatar and they didn't really explain much more from like how that why that gives him powers. Like what I don't even know what conscious the god of. He's the god of uh, the night sky and the god. Oh of my god, the, the night sky and the god of vengeance, which they say in the series. Oh well, they didn't like nail that down. Why that gives him the powers that he gets, and they didn't nail down why Mark thought he wanted Layla as his avatar. Yeah, they kind of just like brushed said, over it. They they just said they just said it in like episode two, like oh you want yeah. Layla as does that's he? Where... I wouldn't. In the end, no. He just because he has hold yeah. of Jake, Jake Lockley. Yeah, I wouldn't want her as my avatar. She annoyed. She annoyed me. I, <laughs> I feel like her. everyone else loved Layla. I'm gonna get some hate. I love her. I oh, like. I was just. I don't hate her, but I. I'm love to shit on the whole show, and she just like was was like there for me. This, it, it's so weird because this is like I feel like you're into like this kind of mystical stuff with like avatars and like gods well i love the avatar stuff but they didn't really nail it down Uh, the avatar stuff when they started explaining that i was like that's pretty cool like all these gods come together and their avatars are there that was cool but i think when you do the mythical stuff like you have to nail it down and they were just kind of like throwing plot points in there it was like oh spell you're this avatar. You're that avatar. They're like throwing avatar. I, I feel like it should have been more weight to like becoming a god's avatar. They should have had more stuff about the gods in general, the Egyptian gods, yeah. because there's so much like history, like not only just like real in reality, like outside of the Marvel movies, but in the comics, there's so much to like the, the gods, like why they left Earth, why they don't care about humans anymore. Like why does Con- I wanted a little bit more history about Conchu? Like, yeah, he's he's an asshole. He's the god of vengeance and stuff. But why does he? Why did he not choose to go to that other dimension where the other gods are and stay on Earth? You know. Yeah, right. and and they didn't really. Exp- maybe they did, and I just I'm forgetting. But like, I feel like they didn't really explain why Amit was like imprisoned, and like it looked like there was a lot of other gods imprisoned. So I would have liked to have like understood like what percentage of gods remain and like why. Like, what those gods do, like, they didn't really touch on them. They showed them, but they didn't, like, really touch on them enough, I feel. 
Amit, they explained. They, Did they? I'm they, forgetting something. They said that Alexander the... Well, they... Oh. I know you hate <laughs> this, but I thought this was really cool. A really cool way to tie it into, like, Marvel history and stuff. Because we the MCU is kind of mostly combined to, like, Iron Man up until now. Mm-hmm. There's stuff in the past, but it's not really as developed. So I thought that was a cool way to bring it in. Uh, but in the well, like first two episodes or something, they say, like, Amit's first avatar, like, back years ago over like betrayed her and imprisoned her so when they find who Amit's avatar was it's alexander the great that's so cool that like the reason why one of the main reasons why he, he was such a great dictator is because he was like the avatar of this crazy god and he imprisoned her i didn't really gr- get that maybe i just wasn't paying attention because i hated that episode um they just go into alexander the great's tomb for no reason what do you mean for no reason? That's like what... how do they get there before all of all of um, Haro's people won? They're just like running all around and like the weird things don't seem. And honestly, that episode was really dark. It gave me Game of Thrones vibes. I like couldn't really see what was going on, um, and it just was like very video gamey, and I was not about it. And I was just like, okay, I don't really care about what's going on. And they're like, oh, it's Alexander the Great, and I was like, okay. That's so cool. You don't think that's cool that it like develops no. Marvel history that like, oh, wow, like th- this kind of stuff was around back in like ancient times and stuff. I think that's I think I that's know. cool. But how I don't know. It was just like they just like said it was Alexander the Great's tomb. They didn't like give me any more flavor. They were just like, we're in Alexander the Great's tomb. And I'm like, OK. And then it's like, OK, we're reaching into his throat. And I'm like, why did no one ever do this before? Why is it taking Haro's men like a million years to get to the get here and just bam? Well, no one's ever done it before because they didn't know where Amit's tomb was. They didn't mm. make connect the dots mm. that Alexander the Great was the Avatar. Ah. And Stephen Grant is the Egyptian god, like, oh. knowledge But he didn't do anything him. in the tomb itself. Yeah, he did. Like what? When they, the map of the of the tomb was like the Eye of Anubis. Oh. And he was explaining, Again, like, oh, the just... song and stuff. That, oh. I, I do agree that they kind of just like throw – they introduce exposition very quickly. Like that was weird to me. He's like, all right, it's the eye of Anubis. I feel like that's coming out of nowhere. Like that's the tongue. That's the this thing. It makes I sense. Like, that. oh, the avatar is like the voice of – so it's like in his throat and stuff. But Okay. Okay. You know I hate the nice guy thing, right? What night, nice guy thing? The nice guy thing. When he, when, oh, when, the nice guy. Okay. Yeah. We're just hopping all over plot points here. <laughs> Um, the night sky thing, same kind of thing. Like they just throw a bunch of like pieces at you and then they're like, okay, we're going to figure it out. And like, Steven just kind of figures out the coordinates. And then like, same thing with the eye of Anubis. They kind of just threw in like video game things and like you weren't with them the whole, like I just, maybe I'm just dumb, but like I wasn't with them the whole, my hair is a mess. Um, I feel like I wasn't with them the whole time. I like, kind of, the, the nice guy, like kind of understood what was going on, but the Ivan Anubis, they just threw that at me and they were like, oh, but, but. The Ivan Anubis, I, I could agree with you. That like kind of came out of, the nice guy thing, I feel like was set up well. And oh, it was just like a really it. cool part of Conchu's powers. I thought that was really cool. Um, and it would it have been awesome, like if they had ten or thirteen episodes or fifteen or whatever, that would have been awesome to have like them lose Conchu for a little bit and spend time with the humans for a little bit. But when you have six episodes, like when that happens at the end of the third episode that he turned back to Night Sky and they imprisoned him, I was like, how are they gonna? <laughs> There's already a pacing problem right now. Yeah. Like how are they gonna get things done? Tell uh, Mark to free me. <laughs> Mad dumb. He was. He had a great voice though. F. Murray Abraham. Yeah, terrible CGI. Not him. The, Everything. No, the bad CGI was was his suit-ups. Oh, my God. Moon Knight suit-ups were terrible. I didn't like the way Kanchu looked either. I didn't like the way Ahmet looked either. Honestly, pretty much everything I didn't like <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when it comes to CGI. I think that his suit, not the suit-ups, but his suit was really, really cool. Uh, oh, it's not no. it's not comic accurate, but I thought it was awesome. Look, it looked great. Um, I like the Stevens. Stu- Oh, the Mr. Knight thing? Yeah, I like that. That that I liked, and especially, like, when they started to work together in, like, the finale and stuff, and it, like, did the really cool switching back and forth. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was awesome. cool. That was cool. I like that. Yeah. I didn't like his suit, though. 
How, what, what didn't you like about it? Like, it just looked like it was CGI the whole time. Like, the things that were, like, mummified didn't actually look mummified. They just looked like someone drew lines on the suit. Like, it didn't look like gauze and stuff. It, was, it wasn't that cool. Uh, I disagree. Well, but. his eyes looked stupid, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you like adventure movies and, like, stuff and... I, I like when I'm along for the adventure, Every- not just when they're throwing plot points at me. And then they're like, oh, let's go to this rich guy. Madripoor vibes. Done this or seen this one before. And then they like clearly get turned on, which we all knew was going to happen. And then like, why do they even let them go into that room alone? I don't know. Like th- I just they threw plot points at me and I just wasn't following along for the adventure. I think it had the same pacing problems as every other Mm-mm. Disney Plus show. It just it was a little bit more because it's an origin story. But I think it kind it again. It's I don't think it's the best Disney Plus show. But I think probably the human stuff was done better than any other like M- MCU show. Well, I think the wor- it's probably the worst MCU show. MCU show. I think it's oh, definitely I, the worst. I, I um, and I don't know that it's just a pacing issue. I think it's just like the plot points were not. That like I just didn't care at all about them. The God stuff, but like the stuff, the way they revealed, like the way they they started off with Stephen. You find out like Mark is there too. Um, the, the first episode time. was good. Yeah, the first episode. I I liked all the episodes pretty much. Oh, no. the, there wasn't anything oh, that no. I like hated. In I hate show. I hate most of the episodes except the second to last episode. Fantastic. Second to last episode's great. Everything else I hated. Last episode, one of the worst hours of TV I've ever seen in my life. I can't. No way. Yeah, it, it was terrible. I just really the, didn't like it. The last episode? Yeah, I just really I just, didn't like I it. I just rewatched it before we before we got on here. I thought it was a unique finale. Like there were there Ugh. were there were some faults to it, but I think like the final battle and stuff was very unique compared to the other Disney Plus shows. Like. WandaVision, for example, we we've talked about it before that it like it was a really really unique show, probably one of the best. It's like tied for Loki for me for the best MCU show, and then the last episode just kind of turns into a blomp blomp like that's what this was. Beef. Not at all. Yes, what they would he was sitting on top of a pyramid chanting to the gods like summoning, and you're like, what is he doing? And they have this huge like CGI fight between the gods, and they have like a few people fighting. It was the most superhero ending you could do. The fight between Layla, Harrow, and Moon Knight was awesome. And then they cut away from it. They don't even defeat him. That's why it was unique, though. No. That was such do that earlier in the episode. You've been building up to defeating the villain the whole time. Do, do a cutaway to tease Jake earlier in the episode. Do not show me you f- defeating the main villain off screen. It's but dumb. Here's I, I don't thing. care if it's original. It's dumb. And then they're like, ooh, I know a spell. And they just like gather in a circle. And it's here's, so dumb. Here's the thing with, with Harrow, like defeating the main villain, which is what I alluded to earlier, is like I think we – with certain villains, like we have to stop thinking about them as like he's the main villain, like he's the end-all be-all. Like Harrow is technically the quote-unquote main villain of the show, but he's not re- – I think it's like a Spider-Man – homecoming trilogy situation where like no way home was really his or like the whole trilogy was his origin story like harrow was just like an antagonist to get him to the moon knight he needs to be he's not really like a main villain so what the way the fact that he defeated him through the cutaway to reveal jake lockley i didn't mind because that's hate like, that comparison it's a continuing of his development it's not like the main villain for him. i hate that comparison i feel like homecoming versus vulture was like really cool and then like vulture defeats him but then spider-man and like he ends up screwing himself over but harrow like they just cut away and he's no, just I'm like not, and they barely got a shot I'm, I'm not comparing it to homecoming itself the movie but you know how everyone was like had qualms with mcu spider-man and then in no way home they feel like oh they fixed it like this whole trilogy was his origin story like whereas harrow i was still interested like, in him Mo- though moon knight still hasn't like reached moon knight yet like harrow was just like an antagonist along the way but i think the true villain is like conchu and mark the personality conflict between themselves is like the real thing we should be focused on rather than harrow that's fine but i just spent a whole season on a villain and you're not even going to show me the main characters like resolving the issue like (laughs) cut away in a different part of the episode and then show me the actual fight 
doesn't that set up? Doesn't they that did get nothing? You exci- they don't, yeah, didn't but, solve the problem. But doesn't that set up and get you excited for like Jake Lockley is clearly no. like the bigger issue? It does and nothing. Like, it does nothing for Jake Lockley. I feel they, like the, the main characters didn't solve anything. Did you hear that crash of lightning outside my window? No, I didn't. Jeez, it's very loud. Thor's oh. angry at us for Oof. angering about the gods. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's probably angry at me. <laughs> yeah, he's telling me to to yell at you. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like they didn't do anything to win. What did they do? They trapped Harrow. They killed Harrow in the post. The that post credit scene was one of the best Disney Plus post credit scene. The post credit scene was fine, yeah. But like the main cat, like Layla, Mark, Stephen, didn't do anything to defeat the villain. I think that's the point, though. That's so like dumb. like that's what they were trying to get what? across. Oh my god! That's so, so think dumb. think back to Wandavision when everyone was like. Oh, like what Mephisto's not in it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't and, care about and, that. And they were like, well, the real villain of the series is like grief and like her getting over her trauma. Like, I think it's the same situation here where the real oh. villain is like him. You got to like reconcile these personalities and like Conchu's the real, like the gods are the real villains. But they reconciled that in the second to last episode. So then the last episode, like reconcile the issue at hand. Yeah, but what they didn't reconcile Conchu though. They kind of were like, we need Conchu uh, to yeah, like but that's get fine. back to Deal life. With and, that. But, Wanda defeats her grief. Or I guess she doesn't with Doctor Strange, but <laughs> but that's fine that's fine like nothing like it just felt like nothing was resolved like conscious is going to be a later issue resolve the issue at hand now they didn't do anything Agreed and they could have given you that moment earlier in the episode also speaking of the finale i feel like it was definitely two it should have been two episodes yeah like the whole thing like dealing with him coming out of the spirit world and like Layla finding him like that just shouldn't have been in the same episode as everything ending. Yeah. That was something that I feel like was rushed a little bit because he goes back for Steven, which great move on Mark's part. Mm. Um, but then like the doors of Anubis just kind of like open up again. Yeah. And Ta, and Ta where it is just like, Oh, I guess they're open. Like I, I, maybe I missed that connection for why they were able to get, I don't know. Back it. Again. But I don't know. And, Again, that type of world building, like not only are you building Egypt inside the MCU, you're building London inside the MCU. And they foreshadowed stuff pretty well. Like think back all the way back to the first episode when he's working in the museum and he sees a little girl and he's like explaining the field of reeds to her. Mm -hmm. And he sees the stuffed hippos and he's talking about Tower It. Like it's it was a lot of like great foreshadowing. And I think the writing like was good. They just needed more time like to develop. This is such an expansive like side of the MCU to develop. You need like ten to fifteen episodes. I think here. they needed more time, but that's not the only issue. I didn't. No, it's not the only issue, but I think that's the main glaring thing to me. Because if we had more time and you develop that god stuff, then the mechanics and like the story elements that I think you had qualms with would have been more effective. Yeah, maybe. I hope Gore comes and kills them all. <laughs> I thought the post-credit scene was going to be something like Gore comes and and kills a lot of them. It feels like they're not trying to like connect things too too much in the. Scenes. Yeah, which I feel like was also a bold move that this barely had any connection and did not talk about the the outside like MCU. And I'm all. fine with that. That that's not a qualm I have with it. Honestly, keep it away because it's so bad. <laughs> you're, you're bugging, man. I love like M- Moon Knight as a character and Mark and Steven. I can't wait for them to show up again in like the in the MCU. Ugh. Do not care. Just but, but imagine that struggle. Like he's clear, he has enough struggle inside his own head, and throw him into like all the Avengers shit. Like that's gonna be really oh, cool when that happens. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just like seeing him team up with like all my mains. I just don't don't. Want but to you see like him. Mark and Steven, so why why went? Why, I like Mark. Why, well, they better nail down his freaking CGI, I, and, I, and I hate Conchu. I like I don't. Oh, I just don't like Moon Knight. Like I like I'm, the Mark and Steven dynamic, but I, I I don't really like Mark that much. Um, I'm surprised you don't like Conchu. Why why don't you like Conchu? I just think he's like there's nothing to him. He's just like a ooh I'm I'm a little bad. I want someone as my avatar. They like don't really nail down his like actual like why does he care about Amit so much? Like because why? it's like a, completely against his philosophy. His philosophy is like where you kill people only after they've done bad the god of vengeance why does like, he do? and Ahmed is like which also is 
same thing as Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, same yeah. plot as Winter Soldier. Project Insight is we snuff out evil before it even. Same happens. thing as Hydra. Yeah. So that's like literally the complete opposite of Conchu's philosophy, which is why he hates her. I guess, but it just didn't. It just didn't work for me. And I just didn't like the look. Like I thought, like whenever Conchu was on screen, I wasn't. I didn't have any emotion towards it. I wasn't like scared. I wasn't like excited. I just didn't really have emotion. It was just kind of happening to me, and it just oh, seemed like a little beginning? bit of. Yeah, it just seemed like a little bit, a little bit of a plot device. Even in the beginning, like when Steven's finding everything out for the first time, mm. and he's like seeing visions of Conchu, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I just am not not that excited to see Moon Knight <laughs> return, honestly. I think he's a really interesting character, and I I, I like... hope that you I hope they prove me wrong. I hope so too. <laughs> I I like Moon Knight. I I again. I'm not trying to like beef it up as like it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I just think that he has a lot of potential. I think they really did nail Mark and Steven and like the whole struggle hit like the basis of his character is like the struggle within himself. But I think all the superhero s the superhero-ness aspects around it, the brutality and like just feeling like really gritty and like down in the dirt, like they kind of slipped up on. Yeah, and I, I just I just really feel like the plot points were not even like um when the other avatar i forget the exact plot point it's been a few weeks like the other avatar is like oh you need to go here and meet this person it's like how did you know that and why did you never use that information before oh um i can't the remember one the that's name. like the goddess of like music and and love maybe yeah um she like gives i think she gives layla maybe i can't remember she gives someone like a plot point like go here this is where you need to go and it's like if you knew this, why didn't you go do it? Yeah, that again, I think that's another fault of like that's spend just, time developing why the gods went to this other dimension. Why can't they come back and help? Like, why? Why did they not like Conchu? You know? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't nail that down at all. Yeah, and I feel like there are other like huge Greek gods. Like, if you're a, a mythology nerd, like Anubis is like a huge Greek god. Mm-hmm. I mean, Egyptian. I don't know why I keep saying Greek. I'm, I keep I'm, saying I'm, Greek too. Yeah, Anubis is like a huge Egyptian god. Like, I f- you feel like he would be a big player in this. Like, wh- and th- his avatar like just died. Yeah. Like, is is resurrection only a power of Conchu, or can all the gods do that? Like, I d- I don't know. Maybe it's answered in the comics, but I feel like you need to explain that now because. Now think of it moving forward. When Moon Knight does show up again, I don't see him getting his own movie. If he's showing up in the movies, he's going to be either in the event with the Avengers, or he's going to. There seems like they're building up that uh, this like Midnight Suns dark team with Blade and Black Knight and Werewolf by Night and stuff like that. So you don't have time to develop that the gods and stuff mm-hmm. there, unless he gets a season two. But give us more episodes in season two. You know, he might get a season two. I think it, I, it might. Yeah. I hope it's better than season one. I don't really care if we got it or not. <laughs> Let's talk about Layla, we do, if no. they're going to start putting him in the movie and stuff. I need, they need to give me a season two rather than okay. just start throwing him in, throwing him in stuff. That's fair. I'll put you down as a, as a lukewarm reception. And yeah. then- <laughs> oh no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a cold reception. My friend, I'm a very um, cold reception. I did not like this show. Let's talk about <laughs> Layla. You didn't okay. even like her suit or her pa- her powers. I and actually stuff. I loved her suit. Cool. I th- I think she was really. Cool. I loved her suit. I thought that was a cool team up with. Um, can't remember the god's name. Hippo. Tolerate. Yeah. Thought that was a cool team up. I do think it's too easy to become an avatar though. The and show like made too it temporary. So. Yeah, and like too temporary. Like it's just like okay, now I'm your avatar. Like get out of me now. Like. It should be a bigger decision, I think. I kind of hope that it would be really cool if they get a season two. They develop that where, like, Tower, it seems like she's, like, this really benevolent god and she's, like, mm-hmm. all quirky and whatever. But it would be kind of cool if she had, like, a little dark side to her where Layla's like, all right, I told you I was temporary. Like, let me go. And she's like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. Like, no, I'm not letting you go. Like, yeah, I'd be fine that, with that. That'd be really cool. I do think the Avatar concept is really cool. I just don't feel like it really um, – there has to be more of a trade off, I think, for it. Like you have to like, I don't. Re- I feel like it's only a trade off when your god sucks like Conchu, but like, it seems like they like Layla just got powers and now she can just be like, okay, go away. That's why I, I hope there's like a dark side to Tawarit. And, and and why I hope so too. And why do they care who their avatar is? Because 
they kind of alluded to that like mark that mark his mind is like fractured enough that like it's easier for Conchu to have a like a grip on him and like control him i guess the, the same thing with harrow he like his which was cool in the comics he's like this random character who only appears in one moon knight comic and they changed it for the show that he was Conchu's previous avatar that motivation I thought was cool. Is that, that like was cool? You, you literally like broke me and you made me the way I am. Like this is why I follow Amit. Like I believe in Amit because of what you how you broke me. Yeah, he's like a crazy ex. Yeah, I love but, it. <laughs> <laughs> but they should have gone into like I wanted to see that breakup happen. How did he get yeah. out of his contract with Kanchu? Like, yeah, I agree. Um, how did he get the staff of Amit if Amit was Ugh, imprisoned? So dumb. Um, and like, what was? Yeah. Uh, uh, backtrack a little bit. Yeah, I want to see him and Kanchu break up. I want to see what that looked like, why it was. I don't think they're really explained. They might have, and I just missed it, but it wasn't like a big plot point. Um, staff was dumb. What did the staff do? Did you like hold, like, at one point he's holding it in front of people and it's like judging them. At another point he just like slams it and it just makes purple energy. Purple energy. Does it make the souls come out at one point? Like, I don't know. The spells, like, why is there even spells? They're not magicians. Like, it just didn't, didn't jive. I guess, like, what do you call it, though? Like, let's say that again. I missed that. Like, a spell, like, what else do you call it besides a spell? What? You don't need spells. But, like, what do you, when they were imprisoning Ahmed inside of Harrow, like, what do you call that if you don't call it a spell? Use one of the objects or something. I don't know. Make an object, not a spell. <laughs> They're not magicians. They're gods. You know what I mean? Yeah, but gods are able to like cast bless, spells, bless people, bless a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but banishing's okay. Like I just, I, I don't know. They just like threw in too much that they didn't quite explain. Yeah, but go, going back to um, the concept of avatars that they didn't develop well, um, that you that you mentioned, I think that they opened up a door for them to explore it more in black panther 2 um i think i told you about this theory i th really feel like with chadwick boseman passing away and them not wanting to recast t'challa clearly they need a new black panther there's no heart-shaped herbs anymore um bost the panther goddess is an egypt is part of that egyptian ennead like i think she's like conchu's like step sister or whatever like you just open the door it would be really cool if the next black panther is the avatar of bost like rather than like mm, i think i'd rather them just find more purple things i just don't know how that would fit into the storyline it'd be a lot to explain because like for fans who didn't watch moon knight like they want to be able to watch black panther 2 if they're black panther 1 fans it would be a lot to bring that in well they explain they mentioned bost in the first movie do they know, the whole the beginning when they do like the whole exposition about how wakanda was created in the meteorite of uh mm. vibranium they say that like the panther goddess bost appeared to the first black panther and showed him to the heart-shaped herb mm. and like this is how you get my powers and stuff mm. <laughs> perchance perchance uh a, a lot of interesting stuff has been coming out about black panther this isn't a black panther episode but did you have you heard Stuff that's been coming out about uh, the villain and stuff. Nothing. Okay. We don't have to talk. Go look it up. Right <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't want to spoil it for you people out there. I think one thing I do want to talk about because I've been roasting the show brutally this whole time is I do think the second to last episode was really good and original. Um, I thought it was a good I, It was very similar to WandaVision's second to last episode with flashbacks and stuff like that. But I think it did it better. It did it way better. Um, I, I didn't like that episode of WandaVision. It was kind of a lot of stuff we already knew. But this one, like, it explained, it gave Steven a backstory. It was, like, an original way to do it with the hospital and stuff. I don't necessarily feel like the hospital stuff was fully nailed down. Um, I might have just lost me because I was... I think that the last episode lost me more than the second to last episode lost me. I think I was kind of out of it by the time we get we got to the, the last episode. But the second to last episode, I was following the whole time. Um, and it was a very original way to give a backstory. And I feel like um, I feel like Game of Thrones was like a, the first show that really tried to like give um, instead of just throwing flashbacks your way, like give a reason behind like why the flashbacks are happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that this like Moon Knight did it 
um, did it really well. I think shows have been trying to move away from just like, here's a flashback. Um, they want to like give you a reason why the characters are seeing the flashback. And I think this was a good way to do it. I think so too. Um, it was interesting because, and even though we've been kind of talking out of both sides of our mouth that like the God stuff and like the afterlife stuff wasn't completely nailed down. I think the way they tied it to like the field of reeds and stuff, like, mm-hmm. like you said, they gave it a reason why you had to explore it. Like, clearly him and steven were not jiving together but the only way that like they're going to be able to continue as a successful superhero and a successful person is if they like reconcile with each other so it was cool to see that um but yeah i was fully expecting that episode to reveal jake lockley because they again they showed the shaking sarcophagus at the end of episode four i'm like all right that's jake in there like the hearts aren't full (laughs) clearly they need to discover jake and see Mm -hmm. his backstory too um, but no, I think it was really good. Like one of the best displays of Oscar Isaac's acting. Um, yeah, it was great. Struggle with his mom and stuff. It was a great episode. Yeah, um, Oscar Isaac's acting was great. I like the the Insane Asylum stuff. I think that, but they could have again if they had more episodes. I feel like they could have gone a little trippier with that, with it really being like, all right, he's really in an insane insane asylum, but it's also true at the same time yeah kind of what you said earlier like i think it was cool how they connected it to the field of reeds but again i didn't quite understand it because there was like different levels of it like there was the level where he was talking to harrow and there was a level where he found steven and had to go go through the field of reeds and it was kind of like confusing which and like neither were real kind of like one i don't know i i don't know that they like nailed it down that well but it was still an interesting way to do it. And again, I think that might be more of an issue with like the last episode that it made, it confused me a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I just didn't understand like the low. And again, maybe this is just me being dumb, but like, I, I don't know that they like really explained um, like which, like what was the difference between him and Harrow talking like that insane asylum? Like that was happening in his head. Right. And so was the field of reeds because he was dead. Like, I just didn't really get it. I don't think it's meant to be happening linearly. Like when you have those cuts between him walking in all the rooms for the flashbacks and then it cuts to him talking to Harrow in the same insane asylum. I don't think we're meant to think of that in a linear way. I think it's just meant to be like, these are just bits of things that have been happening in that afterlife Mm. that he's been, that he again, wasn't explained. What the, that that's a that's a very like possible solution to it i just don't know that that was like yeah but i don't think you need to explain like this is not happening linear linear but it wasn't there's ways to do that without like just saying that like there's ways to do it and it wasn't like quite it didn't quite make sense it's implied when when tyler is explaining and she's like whenever you go to when people like you're pretty much dead right now um but like everyone has their own like they're on the ship like sailing through the, the field of reeds and inside the ship is like what you see it's based on like whatever's happening in your life like when you're in this purgatory state like everyone's just different is what well, she that's not what i'm saying wasn't explained though. i think you so you're saying the harrow stuff him talking to harrow in the insane asylum and the um the like field of reeds stuff you think those are the same plane of existence and the harrow stuff just happened first and the field of read stuff happened later, and they're like flashing between them. Are they the fa- same field of existence? Is what I'm asking, and they, I don't feel that they explain that. I, I, I'm not. It either happened like before, like they're all the same plane of existence. I think it's happening in that cabin on the ship in the field of reeds. It like mm. that's inside that when he opens the doors and he's in the insane asylum. It's all happening there. I don't. It's either happening before all his discussion with Harrow, or it's all happening like at the same time, like. I don't think they really need an explainer because it's like in the afterlife and it like things are just happening. Yeah. Know? I don't know. I feel like that. I wanted to get some of that, like as much as I usually hate this, like, okay, you don't know what's real now. Like answer that question for me. And it seemed like they were implying to me that like these thing, like these were different planes of existence and like, we're going to intertwine them at the end. And I just don't really know that they were, properly intertwined to like explain what was going on mm-hmm. uh, and I, I like think it, they, that we can like i'm sure there's like a reason and it's something i'm supposed to know but i don't feel it was like explained in the show 
and like the, really tied together well for me. I wish I was su- a super interesting concept, but I just don't know if it tied together well to like really make sense to me. The the one instance where it really became confusing, and I, and I, I agree with you, is like in the finale when Conchu finally releases, well, I guess quote unquote releases Mark and Steven and like a white light flashes and then they're back in the insane asylum again. Mm. That's confusing because they're talking to Harrow and Harrow's feet start to bleed and they're like, Oh, we need to get back to reality like later skaters. And then they like end up in London again. That was confusing because they didn't die again. Like, and it seems like that's clearly happening yeah. after Conchie released, released them. Yeah. And the whole, honestly, the whole postcard scene, um, with Har- Harrow, I think that happens in real life, but like the fact that it happens in a very similar in- insane asylum also confused me too. It was like, are you implying that this is like his purgatory or is this actually happening in real life? At first, like when, when you first see him in there, I'm like, then I was confused, but I feel like once you see him get wheeled outside, I'm like, oh, this is clearly happening in real life. Like, yeah, I assume that, but it just still him- was confusing to me. I was like, which it, which is it? Like just the fact that they didn't quite explain the other levels of existence, and then like this came in, I was like, "Oh, I don't look confused." Yeah, that didn't really bother me as much. I, lo- I um, like that. I, I love that post-credit scene. Yeah, I mean, also uh, just the second to last episode was my favorite episode by far, though. I actually thought it was really interesting, but I wish they explained it more later later in the show. Yeah, again, another like downfall of not having uh, enough episodes. But um, were you missing more? Like I feel like Moon Moon Knight himself, the character, was not in this series a lot. Like, were you missing that? Were you hoping for more like brutality, like Daredevil? I mean, you never seen Daredevil, but like more brutality in like a Batman sense, I guess, or just like more superhero stuff out of him. Wasn't in the budget. <laughs> you know, I hate that excuse. Like the CGI sucked in the first place, and like honestly, I didn't love the scenes he was in. But I do feel like maybe I would have liked them more if there was like more meaningful ones. Um, but like I didn't feel myself wanting him to turn into Moon Knight ever. I wasn't like suit up, suit up, suit up. But like, yeah, I could have used more time with him. Maybe I would have liked him a little bit more. I also hated the C- like. I'm usually not a CGI uh, nitpicker, but it was kind of jarring how bad it was. I think the suit ups were, but I think mm-hmm. like once he was in the suit, it was it was good. Even when he like caught the thing and like turned to the screen, I was like, "This looks like a video game." Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't I, in the I, budget. I, More Moon Knight scenes. Had to cut I, away from the final battle. Wasn't in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> that no, I, I I still like that. I thought that was, but um, yeah, I don't know why they can't afford to work on the CGI a little bit more. I mean, we just saw it in the She-Hulk trailer. I don't know what's going on with, with that. But. Yeah, I feel like the She-Hulk trailer too. Now we're getting into something else again, but like, I don't know that she needs to be like that CGI. But it's just so jarring. Like when Bruce Banner looks great, his CGI yeah. looked great, but, and then she, I think they like, wanted oh. to do like an in-between thing. Like where it's like, <laughs> they want to make her look like a video game. <laughs> like it's like still like Bruce Banner is almost fully, like pretty much fully CGI. Like she looks like he, she's less CGI than him. Like she looks more real, but because of that, she looks like a video game character. Yeah. Because they're like trying to like bounce, bounce line, still make her look like a baddie. She could still look like a baddie if she was CGI. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, back <laughs> back to moon night um yeah i don't know i i guess i had the expectations that it was going to be a little bit more brutal because of how people hyped him up and the reasons people like him in the comics um but after it i guess like i guess that's just not the point we we can't think about it that way because like again they focused more on the human aspects which i actually really did like i think is a, one of the stronger points but i'm questioning like I don't know why, like, I get you're under the Disney umbrella. I totally get that and get the politics behind, like, you can't make it super brutal and bloody. I feel like Star Wars, like, not to jump to another topic now, but I feel like they're doing really well with balancing that, the, like, the like some really dark scenes and, and, well, and, like, under the Disney umbrella. I will say people didn't like at first that Star Wars was not, like, right after Disney acquired it, people felt that they weren't going brutal enough with, like, Rebels and stuff like that. Um, mm. so, so people have had those qualms with Star Wars. I feel like they're doing a better job now, um, without showing like tons of blood, like you're still showing some brutal stuff. 
Um, I don't know. I feel like they haven't gotten there yet. Like they're kind of, they don't, so many Marvel fans are kids. I mean, so many Star Wars fans are kids too, but so many Marvel fans are kids there. And like, you need to see all of it to like see future movies probably. So I think they're trying not to alienate people from like the shows. I will say though, Kenobi is like the, I think it's the lowest rating of any Star Wars show yet. Or maybe Marvel show. Like the lowest brutality rating. And it's been pretty brutal so far. Really? I, I I could be completely wrong there. It's pretty brutal so far. Yeah, it is pretty brutal so far. But anyway, I was, we won't go to Kenobi. No, but um, yeah, I guess maybe they're like just starting to to figure that out. Because Doctor Strange was a little bit brutal. Doctor Strange was very brutal. Yeah. So maybe they're just starting to figure that out. But I feel like once you, again, once Moon Knight joins the movies and he teams up with Blade... <laughs> And werewolf by night and black night and they start fighting vampires and stuff i feel like you got to get a little brutal um which again uh, and i get the argument against like there are a lot of moon knight diehards out there that was like oh it wasn't bloody enough it wasn't brutal enough but that's not all who moon knight is you know again he is like we said he's he's this character who at its core is like being is completely fractured inside and like has all these voices inside his head not only conchu but mark specter jake lockley Mr. Knight, um, Stephen Grant. So, yeah, and not I, everything has to be like Deadpool. No, that's true. Um, it's gonna be very interesting to see what Deadpool is like in in the MCU. Yeah, I feel like it's it. They're not gonna reference a lot of stuff in the MCU. <laughs> someone, uh, I forget who was saying. I forget who told me it. It might have been you. It was someone was like, I think they're gonna um, enter like Deadpool and the X-Men by like just showing a scene of Deadpool on like a computer and him like literally like dragging and dropping the X-Men files into like the MCU. <laughs> like maybe even breaking the multiverse further. I didn't say that, but that'd be amazing. If that <laughs> I would like say I wouldn't that. mind. Yeah. Um, Shout out to yeah. whoever told me that. I forget who it was. <laughs> you're, you're a genius. Whoever, yeah, whoever it was. I... Kudos to you. Yeah, I guess I got to walk that line with Moon Knight, too, because like you said, you saw all those like panels online of like him doing like crazy, like quirky stuff and saying funny stuff. He, he, he kind of walks the line of, well, you know, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. random stuff like I he kind of walks the line like he could be too Deadpoolish if you go lean too far into it. Yeah, but he, I don't think he was funny like at all in the show. I think Stephen Grant was funny, but like not not in the same like quippy way. Like he the no, comedy wasn't the same. same. I, I didn't really feel what I, from what I knew, it didn't feel moon nighty but i don't know much so mm-hmm. yeah um i feel like we've touched on all the things that we liked and disliked i mean uh, clearly nick didn't i didn't like, like the show i didn't like the show i i do have one other question for you though because i i, yeah. I don't know about the comics and i have heard heard something about this um people were mad that they didn't go delve further into his jewish background is that a valid criticism? I, I don't know. I just don't know much about it from the comics. People, I heard people saying like he struggles with his connection to the Egyptian gods because of his Greek heritage. And they like missed that opportunity, even though like they showed he was Jewish, but they didn't like delve it further into it. That's that's what I heard. I have seen those criticisms and I I'm pretty sure that's a part of the comics where like, yeah, he like struggles so that he's the avatar of Khonshu, the Egyptian god. And he's also was raised Jewish. His dad was a rabbi mm-hmm. and stuff which again, they gloss over in the mm. series. And I was glad to see that they had at least slightly addressed it. Um, myself being from like a Jewish, uh, my, my part of my family's Jewish. It was cool to see like him with the yarmulke and like it, they kind of showed like that his dad was a rabbi, but didn't really address it. Um, again, like, yeah, I, it is a valid concern, but like, there's so many things that we can nitpick because of the runtime and like the six episodes, like, yeah, I would have loved to see more from it. And I think that would have been really cool to see him add that other struggle on top of all of his other struggles. But we're, you know, they got to either give us like 15 episodes, 10 to 15 episodes, or they got to choose something to, to cut out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Um, I think it would have been cool to, to put it in, but it's nice to have heroes from different backgrounds and they like address it, but didn't like go too far into it. Um, so if that is the case in the comics, which I, I'm not Moon Knight saying in the comics and I would have liked to see it, but maybe they'll go into it in future projects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm no Moon Knight expert in, 
either. Like I never read a Moon Knight comic before I saw the show, but I, I like to do my research and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see the the representation with with Layla too. I like the the little scene that they threw in with the girl. Like, oh, are you an Egyptian superhero? And mm. I was just like, cool to see that they're expanding beyond um the fact that like this barely took place it didn't take place in the united states at all mm -hmm. i mean true. maybe the, the flashback scenes but yeah it was really just london and egypt which was really cool yeah um, but yeah and when he does show up again if we get a season two would love to see more of his his jewish background um but again there's so many things that we've said throughout this episode that they needed more time to do um and more money cgi cgi him they don't need more money. They should have used more money. Do you think it's like p the politics of like that? Oh, he's really like a CD list character. Like we're not going to give you that big of a budget because we don't know how well this is going to do or how people. That's so dumb. Because well, now I reacted to it terribly, so I don't. <laughs> I don't care for a season two. But um, like some of the best superhero, like Marvel's built off superheroes who were B list, D list, B, B C D list. Yeah. Like the MCU, I mean, is built off no. like all B, C, D list superheroes. So, yeah, I guess give that's me a good origin it. for it. Give me a good origin story for it, and he will be an A list. Yeah, that's how I feel. I I guess this is really the first one where it was noticeable with CGI. I mean, they've all had their little moments, but like. Hawkeye, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. I can't really think of something that was like that standout as opposed to like Moon Knight suit ups in this series. Yeah, I guess he's just uh, so heavily of a CGI character. Sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I overall like I don't know if I agree that it's it's the worst. I'd like that it was something if it felt like something new, like they were delving into new territory and stuff where as much as I liked something like I really liked the Hawkeye series, but like it's stuff that we've seen before, you know, like new, new is not always better. How I met your mother. New is always better. No, how I, well, they proved that wrong. New is not always better. Unexpected and like new territory is not always better if you don't nail it down well. Stick to I the old stuff if you're going to, if it's going to be this bad. <laughs> it was, yo, you're bugging. It was, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I just really didn't like this show. No, you're you're entitled to your opinion. I, <laughs> I I uh I I didn't think it was it was bad. I think they would definitely could have been approved and the same things that have that have been said all throughout this episode. I think it has similar faults to previous uh Disney Plus shows, but I don't think it was bad. I think what they they really scratched the surface on something that was really cool and definitely needs to be developed more and I'm excited to see him come back. Yeah, I mean I just dis disagree. I think it was bad. <laughs> I think they did make the same mistakes, but it was bad. Agree to disagree. I guess. <laughs> so let me ask you, I think we talked about this, like as Moon Knight was ending, um, which by the way, I know when you are going to say that you don't like something when like I, you're like suspiciously quiet about it in the, in the group chats. And like, when I'm like, Oh, did you watch Moon Knight? And you're like, nah, I'm probably gonna, not going to watch for a couple few days. Yeah. Like, oh, well, up. I do. I do think, there are a lot of shows I, I tend to slack on. Um, the ones I'm really into, I don't slack on, though. I, I lo, Like Loki, I was like super interested to see what was going to happen the next week. I didn't slack on it. Kenobi. I'm, ugh. Kenobi's so good. I'm always <laughs> tempted to stay out till 4 a.m. to watch it. 3 a.m. and then watch it for an hour till 4 a.m., but I can't, always. Yeah. Or yeah, never. They need, to but, they need to release them at ugh, 11 Change the release schedule. Yeah. Release them Sunday at 9 yeah, they should. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's true. Moon Knight, I was like, eh, okay. And now, like, based on this, I think we also had a discussion about this, but, like, are you completely de starting to become desensitized? Are you excited for, like, Ms. Marvel and for uh, what's the other show that's coming out? Um, She-Hulk and stuff like that? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit over text. I, I do think they're... Um rushing a few things like i just don't know where they're going that they could include everyone and it's kind of nice i think to like like in the infinity saga like they only had so many like lead roles and then a lot of the side character roles like blew up and became big i kind of wish they were doing something more like that or like 
they didn't have to have so many projects with like each superhero as its individual role. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. they could weave them in a little bit better from the start rather than like giving me all these lead things and then just like bring them together one day. I think it's getting yeah. a little stale, a little bit stale. I, I think that clearly they're developing like the mythology, the, the, like the gods and like supernatural side of the MCU. They're developing the street level heroes. They're developing the Avengers. They're developing the cosmic side of the MCU. But it's all happening at the same time. Like, I would even prefer. Take your time. Infinity Saga was, what, 11 years? This next saga, take 20 years. Like, first phase, make it mainly about the street-level heroes. Next phase, start to weave in more of the supernatural stuff. Like, I feel like everything's happening at once, which maybe, and, I, and I've thought about this a lot, is like, Endgame was like the biggest movie of all time, right? Mm. You, you have two choices from this point on. You either scrap it, start from scratch, or you go even bigger. Because if you decrease and go less, people are, are it's gonna people are gonna be outraged. So I feel like they were kind of caught in a rock in a hard place. Like, all right, we can either like completely expand and go bigger, or we can start over. And I don't think they were ready to let go of certain stories and characters. And they're like, we have to kind of just go bigger, which is fine. But I feel like um, they're trying to like go bigger in a few different ways. And there's like the multiversal stuff. And like, then there's like the Kang stuff. Then there's like the Egyptian God stuff and all the God stuff. And it's kind of like, I don't know that a route has been chosen and maybe I I don't know Kevin Feige. I wish I did. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know that I feel like the path forward for everything. And like, that's fine if stories happen in the Marvel cinematic universe and they're not going to connect, but I don't know that that's really going to be the case. Yeah. I don't like, really think it like people want to see these characters together, so they're going to push the characters together. And then you have so many freaking characters that how are you going to weave men? I I think surprisingly enough, we're going to get a lot of answers in Ant Man three. We'll see. Because, That's what we thought about Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> but they I, might I just think, have Kang as the villain, and it might not really connect to everything, which is it, fine. I guess. Yeah, we thought I, Multiverse of Madness was going to bring everything together, show us the path forward, and it didn't, which is fine also true oh my god so if you haven't listened to our multiverse madness episode one of our main discussion points was like it's called the multiverse of madness but they only went to like three universes spoiler um, if you haven't seen it yeah um, should have seen it by now now like what if quantum mania is like the tiniest story we've ever yeah seen? like and it's called quantum mania i don't know i, I, I i'm not um confident in any one movie to give me all the answers to all of these different story threads that they put out no i'm not saying all the answers but like you know how like in phase one the avengers like clearly after that movie we had a direction we're like all right i I see where this is going i think we're gonna have like more of a glimpse it's gonna be the image is gonna become that just a little bit clearer in after ant-man 3 you want to know my honest opinion i don't think they know what they're doing The multiverse has not been the same in any piece of, like, anything. What do you mean? We Go listen to the Multiverse of Madness <laughs> episode because the multiverse has not been consistent. It's just, like, the, the plot points that, they, they, that are going to drive them forward have not been consistent across different mediums. So, like, I don't know that they know where they're going with all of it because it seems like each of the projects has, like, whatever serves that project. Yeah. I, I think sense. they're, I think they're like play, it, it. They're at a point, and like props to Kevin Feige for handling not only this, but like literally everything in Marvel, Marvel games, Marvel comics, Marvel MCU, Disney Plus. They're really like plagued by their own success now because like everything is so successful, and they basically like have a guaranteed like Hollywood money machi- machine, but like you have to find a way to have it all make sense in the end and please yeah. the fans like even more than you did with Endgame, which is going to be crazy. Yeah. Who knows, man? We'll say the thing like, I'm, I really don't know what this next Avengers team is going to look like. That's what I want. Yeah. Now. Like who's going to be the core ones. I, I don't know. Who's to say <laughs> who's to say where, Alas, we we can't be Kevin Feige even, even as much as we would like to be. Yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah, I think there's going to be like a bunch of different team ups. I don't know. I would rather like it would be super cool if we had Midnight Suns. We have Avengers, Young Avengers, uh, whatever you want to call it. 
Spidey team. Spidey team. Spidey team. Yeah. But anyway, that's our thoughts on Moon Knight. Suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hyped to see him come back. Uh, rumors he's going to come back in Werewolf by Night in uh, the Halloween special and then the Blade movie. Mm. Um, Blade movie shaping up to be something really interesting. Um, so hype for that. Definitely think it could have been better, but I like Oscar Isaac. I like Mark Spector, Stephen Grant. I like Stephen Grant and Oscar Isaac. Not Mark Spector. No. <laughs> <laughs> well then, this has been Popcorn Heist Podcast. Later skaters. Oh, I like that. Join the heist. heist. <laughs>